Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. No, and it was by design. Around the middle of August, like I said, when I was telling my bosses, the reason I told them then is, and I told them, I said, guys, you've been so good to me. I've been here 11 years. Go find your next guy. And you don't need to tiptoe around me. It's not like you're firing me and I'm not dying. I'm not, I just was tired. And so I think it was comfortable for everybody. And they kind of kept me in the loop. That's Terry Francone on the Baseball Isn't Boring podcast. Let's go out to... The host of the Baseball Isn't Boring podcast. His name is Rob Branford. He obviously hosts that podcast through Odyssey and also on WEEI, talking about the Red Sox as well. Rob, joining us in the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Rob, thanks for giving us a few minutes. How you doing tonight? Oh, man, it's so good to be with you. Yeah, it's uh, I'm, uh, I've been trekking across the country. It was in Fort Myers. Now I'm in Arizona and and got immersed in the in the Shohei Itani uh, <laughs> got married chaos today. So, it's it, talking about stuff not being boring. It definitely was not boring today. You know, it's so odd because we just don't know much about Otani's personal life. And I feel like that, that happens with baseball players. Baseball is my favorite sport. I need to put that out there so you know that I'm like a baseball guy as well. But I, I, I feel like, I feel like Mike Trout, we didn't know anything about him except that he was like an Eagles fan. You know, I, like, I just, for some reason, baseball, and I think the Netflix show is going to be great for trying to get some of this stuff uh, figured out where we learn about the personality side of things, but it's odd that Otani is as big of a star as he is, and we're running into the, some of the same issues. It's like, wait, he got he got married, and nobody even knew he was dating anybody. I know, and it was it was just pure, like I said, it was pure chaos, because the, obviously they have a ton of Japanese media there, 
And then I walked into that clubhouse today, and I was like, wait a second. This seems like three times what I saw two days ago. And it was all because of the announcement on Instagram. That they, and I asked some of the Japanese writers, and like they, they didn't have any idea this was coming. Um, a lot of people didn't even know that he had a girlfriend. It was, it was this crazy. And to your point, I think it's a great point by you, which is this is what they're catching up on. Baseball's trying to catch up on this stuff. Because I think that baseball players have been so protective of their brands, of how they get the information out. I mean, you remember, it was Players' Tribune. That was it. And now, Insta- okay, you know, we're going to be a little bit more open with Instagram. But to compare it to some of these other sports, we don't know a fraction of what we do with, with terms of baseball compared to basketball and football. So, I mean, we're getting there, and that's what we're here for. But, but I, you're right on the money with that stuff. Yeah, I know what backup guards on the Lakers. I know who they're dating. I, I know, I know their favorite uh, childhood memory. Like, I mean, it's, it's weird the things we know about some of those guys. And in baseball, it's just not the same case, you know. But I knew Otani was onto something special. I remember a year ago, about a year ago uh, at this time, and I, I remember seeing just a video of one of the buses around the Angels leaving and getting ready to leave, and Otani coming oh, on yeah. it, and 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 just there's there's just, there were girls just crying outside the bus. It's just trying to get a, a just a peek of them, and I'm like, oh, okay, they're they're onto something different here with Otani. Yeah, and I remember exactly what you're talking about. I think it was outside Fenway Park, and 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 you know what's bizarre being around camp for a couple times the last few days is that you have this other guy Yamamoto who is who should be the be all end all. Is he is 25 years old? Is perceived as the next great pitcher in Major League Baseball. All of it. His locker is basically right next to Otani. If you could see it today where you have this mass of media just hovering around Otani, and Yamamoto is like, it might as well have been a backup second base <laughs> there. It's, it's crazy. And, and it's funny because somebody asked me today about, I covered the Daisuke Matsuzaka when he mm-hmm. signed with the Red Sox back in 2007. How does this compare? I still say Matsuzaka was bigger because I think there was more of a mystery to him there wasn't the social media. There was. There wasn't the. We know everything about him. Um, but but you know, in terms of the, the modern day, there's it's Otani and everybody else. So yeah, it's it's been fascinating. All right, before we get to the Guardians, I got to ask you because I can tell I like you already. I know you're 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 just speaking baseball. Like you're my guy here. Um, how did you did, did you come up with the baseball isn't boring name or did they come up with that for you? What was the hook there? I'm just curious. Radio guy to radio guy. I'm just curious how that how, how that one came to be. Yeah, I'll, I'll, try to, I'll try to cruise through it quick because it's sort of a long story. So back in January 2022, Joe Kelly, uh, who obviously pitches for the Dodgers now, was pitching for the White Sox then. I covered Joe. We wanted to do a book basically on this subject, baseball not being boring, using Joe's story as the backdrop, and him interviewing likes of Rob Lowe or Mark Hoppus of Blink-182 and all these different people. We wanted to do the book, but we needed to get a social media account going. We needed to get T-shirts going. So for about six months, we, we just did Baseball Isn't Boring, and we screamed <laughs> it from the mountaintops to kind of get this book deal, to be honest with you. And then we got the book deal. We wrote the book. It's called A Damn Near Perfect Game. I don't know why they changed the title. But they, <laughs> so, but, but, but it's still, we're really happy with how it out. It came out about a year ago. Um, and then, you know, so we go through the year and we have all, everybody holding up the T-shirts and, and, and coming and doing all this stuff. And we say, well, you know, the next step is a podcast. I mean, it's logical. So I had worked for WEI since 2008 and I just say, hey, listen, to Odyssey, 
I think that it's a good idea to utilize this this thing that we have going already. I can do it every single day. You know, I have plenty of people interview. Everyone likes talking about baseball. And so, you know, basically since October of 2022, you know, we've been doing it every single day and, and we haven't let up. And, and it's just it's just been a lot of fun because, you know, as you know, I, mean, I can you tell you I can sense it with me. I can sense it with you. <laughs> You know that this is that there is plenty of stuff to talk about. Basically, McKenzie came on um, the the podcast last year, and I, I had such a fun conversation with him about which is the best sporting event to go to. Mm-hmm. Is it you know, and you can make a strong argument for baseball because it's you, you can actually talk during a baseball game. The only thing, and I think Tristan said this, is if you have front row seats at an NBA game, okay, I'll, I'll defer to that, <laughs> but but. But it's that type of thing, and, and I think players are pretty accepting of it. Sticks is great. We 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 love him. He's a, he's a little bit of a personality. I I, I on a podcast. <laughs> I mean, I got to go back and listen to that. That that's that sounds outstanding. Uh, all right, let me ask you about the Guardians before we get to your, your interview with Terry Francona, because there's a couple things I think are really interesting and stand out about this Guardians team. Uh, you mentioned McKenzie. Let's go there. McKenzie and Shane Bieber both went through injuries last year. I, I, are they putting too much, too many eggs in the, the pitching staff basket, so to speak? It feels like they're all in on the pitching staff being what kind of carries this Guardians team. Yeah, I mean, I think that, that that's your, I think you hit the nail on the head. You look at the, the position battles or the position uncertainty. And if you, if you go look at the Guardians and you say, and I, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but if you look at the Guardians and say, okay, what's this team look like? How does this team win? Well, it begins and ends with the starting rotation. Like there is, there isn't room much room for competition, and and you know that's not a terrible way to go, to be honest with you. Because if you don't have that, it can be very, very painful. I've seen a lot of teams not being able to function it because you might have a good offense, but you don't have good pitching. But you know what's interesting to me is is that when you look at I, listen, I am not I'm not beholden to fan graphs. Mm-hmm. Last year it was uh, everyone was like, oh, look at the percentages of what chances they have going through a year. I think it's a fun thing to do. But I looked it up the other day about and, and the Guardians are only a game and a half wins behind the team that won the World Series last year. And you know the Rangers are no slouch. I mean they got. They got White Langford, and they got they got other kids coming up along with what they already had. So that tells you that you know, the people believe that the Guardians will be okay. But one way or the other, they believe the Guardians will be okay, and I think in large part because if you are going to have any doubt, if you're going to have some sort of certainty, you you want it to be in the starting rotation. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned fan graphs because yeah, we we have Dave Zimborski on the show here, the the creator of the Zips, and and he does all the Zips projections at fan graphs, and and he was telling me he's like, you, you know, you can see it. He's like, they they just for whatever reason his projections love this Guardians team, and I I I look at Vegas, and Vegas does not love this Guardians team, right? They have them third in the Central yeah. behind the Tigers, and I mean, I guess I'd ask you this, Rob, like where what's what's the disparity in your mind there between Zips, the analytical side of things, loving this Guardians team and where they can be, and then Vegas being more practical about maybe what this Guardians team can be. I think that, you know, it goes back to this division and, and, and how all over the place it is. And, and you can say, okay, you make a case for every single team in the division in, in, in a very flawed way. I mean, I would have been over the twin camp, like, oh, this, this, I mean, they've lost this guy, that guy, and they're still projected at the top. You know, Kansas City had some guys, but they're Kansas City. 
you know, it's it's the White Sox. Sure, they you know they they basically took a fire hose to that that clubhouse, and and maybe it'll be better because of it. I don't know, but but it's just it's one of these things where to me with the Guardians, how people view it. And I'm not even going to talk about the analytics and the zips stuff, but it, it really comes down to: Do you think that Terry Francona, whatever he did? is going to carry over to Stephen Vogt. Like, is, is this going to be the same gritty-gutty, uh, we're going to overachieve type of team? And I know that that's not uh, – this isn't based in science. It's not based in analytics. But I think in baseball, when they talk about the Guardians, I think it begins and ends there. And, and right now, I don't know how we can ever have an answer for that. Oh, well, that's tough because I was going to ask you, what do you think then? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, No, and- no. No, I don't. I mean, I think – I think that I, I like I you know <laughs> I, I I've liked managers who've gotten hired before and haven't haven't worked out. Um, I like the idea of of Steven. Like I like the idea of what he's bringing and what he's doing and everything else. I, I just know this is that Terry Francona is just, was such a special guy in in not only in terms of what he's accomplished but also how he evolved. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. You look at his, his coaching staff over the last few years, it was the same coaching staff he's had for years. It's, it's older guys. And, but yet, it, why everyone's telling us that you have to have a manager who can relate to the younger guys, well, he, he knew what was important and what wasn't important. If you go back to look at the, the finalists in the playoffs, it, almost all those managers – are 60 or over. And I'm not saying that, that the younger managers can't succeed, but there, there is an element of understanding what's important and what's not important, and I think Terry Francona was a master at that. Rob Bradford, Baseball Isn't Boring, joining us here on 92.3 The Fan. All right, so you said you've been to the different camps. Did you go to the Guardians camp yet or no? I have not been. I'm going over there tomorrow. So, tomorrow. Uh, yeah, so it, 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 the Arizona thing is weird to me. I just I, – so I have been based, as you mentioned, you know, I cover the Red Sox uh, a lot. I have for a long time. And I'm based there in Fort Myers in Florida. And I had never – up until last year, I would never experienced the Arizona thing. Mm-hmm. And then I got here. I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is awesome. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's your basically – you know, I go to the Dodgers in, in the morning, and then 20 minutes later I'm in the Padres, and then 20 minutes later I'm in the Diamondbacks, and, and, and it's – it's just whereas Florida, you have to drive an hour and a half to find the next team. It, so, uh, yeah, so the the Guardians are are next up on the list. All right, let me ask you, just from outside perspective, looking in, but obviously a big baseball fan, big baseball uh, enthusiast. Uh, what should draw fans in locally to the uh, Guardians team this year that uh, outside of Zips doesn't have the highest projections? Well, I think it's, it's what we talked about. I think it's it's the the unknown and the idea that. You have, first of all, you have good young players. I mean, any team with good young players, but that's what should draw people to them, uh, to a team. And when those, and when that happens, and when you do overachieve even a little bit, then you get some attention. So I, I think as long as you know, I don't want to see them trade away these guys. I don't want to see them trade away Class A, and I don't want to mm-hmm. see them trade away Bieber. I don't want to see them trade away. I want to see them like, okay, make a run because. You know what? One of the great things that has happened in baseball over the last couple of years is that you've had these teams. The Arizona Dimebacks won what eighty four games? Eighty four, yeah. And 
84 games. I mean, we just did the the podcast we have coming out tomorrow morning was sit down with Mike Hazen, their, their GM, and and he said, and he's like, you know, what we yeah, we can tell the story about going to World Series, but we are still consumed with the fact we only won 84 games. But I'll flip it the other way. The teams like that can go to the World Series, and that's where I think that the Guardians can say, hey, you listen. You know, we're in this division. We can win the division. When Once we get into the, into the playoffs, this is how it works. And I think that's the, one of the good things about baseball right now is it has offered hope for good, young, exciting teams. All right, let me give you a take before we get to Terry Francona. Uh, I think Bo Naylor is already a top-ten catcher. Am I crazy? No. No, absolutely. You know, you know for no other reason because the, people are desperate for catching. <laughs> I mean, t- top ten catcher, uh, you know, now compared to, I don't know, ten years ago, is might be a little bit different. But no, <laughs> I, I, I'm, to- I'm totally with you. And, and if, if you're going to have, we think about the things that we've talked about with the Guardians, right? Starting pitching, catcher, you know, you have, and then on the corners, you have obviously like really, really, really good players. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's a pretty good place to start. It's, and I know that I'm pumping up the Guardians. I'm not just pumping them up to the back of you, but but I, I've been you know I, the only the only thing is I'll say again is like I don't know what the dynamic will be you know and turned over the guy who has led them to to all the success over the last few years. All right, we played a clip from your your podcast, your interview with Terry Francona. I I think you know we just, we've just known Tony Terry for so many years, and obviously you knew him back in his time in Boston as well. Like he's always he sounded very similar to the the Tito we've always known, basically. Uh, <laughs> and and I think it's a good thing, especially with the health problems last year. How did he come across to you? And uh, you know Tito from then and to where he is now. Yeah, and I should give credit to Cordy Finnicum who stepped in for me and, and she, she did an awesome job with it. And, but it, it was, I, I was, I was really, really proud of, of how the, the interview and the, the job she did and, and what Terry Francona said. And um, because, you know, first of all, like if Terry Francona, it's not like he's walking around and just doing a bunch of interviews. And it was, it's, for me, it was just great hearing Terry Francona and the honesty. And it was right out of the gate conversation. It was, hey, listen, this is why I'm not managing anymore. And one of the things he said was because I, I just can't, I just can't do all the little things. And, and this, this remind, this, it reminds us of who have these older managers and, and they're winning, going to the World Series, going to the LCS. This is an exhausting thing. It's more exhausting than anything. And, and I think it did for Terry Francona, hearing him talk about that and hearing him, honestly just get a chance to reflect and, and, and sit in his room and not stre- have to stress out about all the things that you're stressing out about, to me, that's the overarching takeaway from this interview. Rob, fantastic insight. Uh, hopefully we can catch up with you in a little bit and we can kind of keep this thing going all throughout the season. Uh, I'll be, I'll be listening. Baseball isn't boring. Uh, I've been, I've been jonesing for a daily baseball podcast. So this is gonna, this is gonna satisfy my needs. I appreciate the few minutes and uh, we'll catch up with you later. Thank you, Rob. It was a great talk with you, and the, and the T-shirts are on the way. Thanks so much. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.